Here it is, aka Patters, the one you've been waiting for, Scream 6, one of the greatest horror franchises of them all. We're going to talk about it for the 31 Days of Dread. Let's go. My friends, my friends, my friends, welcome back to the horror podcast of all horror podcasts. Year 7 of the 31 Days of Dread, and this is where me... AKA Pad the Film Buff brings you one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. And we're in right now, day 20. We missed our midnight drop. The reason why we missed our midnight drop is I got some guys in from out of town. We were doing some late night IT work. Uh, we had the Phil, Phil's game going on the laptops, but we're, we're, we're knee deep in, 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 in all kinds of stuff. But anyway. I came back, I thought I was going to be able to drop uh, like a 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning episode. In fact, I did not. I, I was pooped, I crashed out, but it's still TGIF. and It's roughly 10 o'clock in the morning as I'm recording this. I had a little bit of sleep. But I got to talk to you guys. Uh, thanks for being patient. Uh, hopefully you're not too upset that we must have midnight drop. But we're talking Scream 6. And we're continuing our Kevin Williamson block. Now, our previous episode. See, Scream 6, and I know what you did last summer, 3. We'll just go our last episode, even though like I still know, I'll always know what you did last summer. But the third movie of, of that series, and it's a series, it's not really a, a trilogy. Scream 6, and I still know number 3. They do the same things, people. They move the idea in another direction. They move it in a let's do more of this direction. Meaning, uh, a lot of times, we saw this was Fast and Furious. We saw it with Transformers. And we saw it with Mission Impossible. A in-series reboot or in-series redirect. This is the method that Hollywood's adopting. People are savvy to it. Marit, Banya, Open, Tyler Gillett. James Vanderbilt, Gary Busiek. These are our directors and writers. These are four individuals savvy to what I'm about to explain to you. Scream 6 does what Friday the 13th could not do. It brings the idea to the big city. And it works. Now, Jason Takes Manhattan, you can you can say what you want about that movie, but that is a teenage fantasy movie. As a kid, I loved that movie. Watched it, rewatched it, watched it again. I don't feel like Scream 6 uh, will capture the young mind as Jason Takes Manhattan. But what we do here is we bring this unstoppable idea, the unstoppable horror of Ghostface. The relentless killing, the cold-heartedness of it all. We bring it to the big city, and it fits well. Blind murder, blind stalking works in the big city. Now, we have a cell. We're sold that we're in the city. Some of the situations, the escapes, the circumstances, the murders. It looks and feels, and sometimes smells yes you can you can photograph something so well the audience can smell it but it smells like the city they sell the idea 
we borrow a little bit from Fast and Furious. We are introducing previously introduced characters that skipped movies. That's exciting. We have another hook as of why Ghostface is doing what he's doing. This is this is the the, the core of the screen movies. Why is Ghostface doing this and who is he connected to? We push the franchise into Scream 7. Totally successful. We de-stressed Ghostface's face, his mask in this movie. As maybe, if you haven't seen the movie, if you saw on the advertising, it's dirty, it's cracked, it's a little bit destroyed. Uh, we did see this with the Halloween movies, uh, namely the Rob Zombie Halloween movie. So we got a lot of these things that work. Uh, we have a wonderful expansion. We have a six of a series that feels as fresh as the first installments. Now, I'm a big fan, people, of Scream 1, 2, and 3. I absolutely love the meta aspect, the meta within meta of Scream 3. I, it's They're filming the movie Stab. They're on the set of the first movie. On, <laughs> it's, it's kind of hard to explain. Scream 3 is, they're filming Stab. Stab is a movie within the Scream universe that the Scream incident inspired. And they're on the film set. The film set is of the first movie. But, you know, we have a whole new case of characters, new murderer. But we're running around the first movie. It's awesome. And Scream 6 is essentially uh, another trilogy. We're wrapping up another trilogy. This movie pays homage to everything that came before. There is uh, a Scream subculture that came up in this world that showcased really cool big idea stuff. Now, as a horror movie, we have to make the concession, people, that, uh, <laughs> like, how many times can Gale Weathers get into this, like, get into this, right? How many times, like, you know, people are just going to start rolling their eyes, even, uh, you know, even in their world. But you have to go along with it, and you have to accept it. You have to kind of accept that these people have uh, beyond extraordinary lives, and, uh, you know, they still kind of have to play it dumb from time to time in order to, you know, move along with the movie. If you're, uh, if you're a good audience member, and we talk about this on the podcast, a good audience member will dismiss this. They will dismiss it. They will carry on. They will be more interested in watching the movie than uh, connecting it to everything else. Now, the connection or the, the universe thread of screen makes it fun, uh, and it, it works in every single movie. I don't think they missed it yet. Uh, I really feel like it worked well in, in Scream. Uh, four and five. But this movie uh, puts the franchise uh, a step forward in another direction. And it's just fun. I absolutely enjoyed it. I want to watch it again. I will watch it again. I won't give you spoilers because I, I just feel like that's a part of the Scream experience. Maybe if we do like a Scream retrospective uh, one through six, I would love to sit down and watch one through six within uh, like a day or two. Just really kind of like binge watch them. But people, go check out Scream 6. Uh, don't forget all the other movies. You know, sit down. Do 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 what I want to do. Give yourself a Scream marathon. Now, I never touched on the Scream TV series. And I feel like I should. And I really feel like I should make a push to 
do that for the 31 Days of Dread, maybe for episode 31. Uh, we do a Netflix series for day 31 of the 31 Days of Dread. I'm I'm battling that. I'm working through it. Now, the next two episodes, day 21 and day 22, we have something special. We have two movies that uh, shook me up, blew me away. I absolutely enjoyed. And yes, they're meant for a younger audience. Now, one <laughs> is meant for a younger audience. And one is just meant for a young, broad audience. Now, one of them is going to be Monster High, the live-action movie. And the other one will be the Jack Black, R.L. Stein, Goosebumps. And both of these movies I deeply, deeply, deeply enjoyed. And keep in mind, part of the 31 Days of Dread is not extreme horror, extreme blood, extreme gore. It is a celebration of horror itself. And those these two movies paired together set up the idea of why young people, young individuals, the younglings, the youngins of this world, why make horror content for them? We're going to answer that question. So hang out. Monster.